0: power senior writer for real-time fantasy sports and welcome to another edition of the real-time fantasy sports podcast. This is the last week of the NFL regular season and the last week for fantasy football players if you're still playing. I know most leagues are done but in case you're still playing we're here to help and I'm going to give you my hot cold and sleeper plays for this week 17 of the NFL season. Also I'm going to do something a little different this week. I'm going to mix it up I usually have experts on talking about fantasy football, but this week I'm going to have my son on. He's 11 years old, he's in 5th grade, and he loves fantasy football. We're going to talk about the season, and he's going to give me his views on the fantasy football season. It was his first year playing fantasy football, and he's very excited about it, and he wants to talk about the entire season. So we're going to go over the fantasy football season for 2017 after I give you my hot, cold, and sleeper plays for Week 17 of the fantasy season. Before I get to that, I wanted to mention that we are doing a fantasy postseason shootout contest. This is a great contest, a great way for you to keep playing fantasy football during the postseason of the NFL season. It's a $50,000 grand prize for the winner of the fantasy championship postseason shootout, and there's a $150,000 prize pool. It's a great way to keep playing, and it's a unique format. You can pick any players you want. You have to limit two per NFL team, though. So there's a lot of strategy involved. If your player loses their game, so if you pick someone from the Steelers and they get knocked out in the first round of the playoffs, your player is done and you can no longer get any points for them going forward. So there's obviously a lot of strategy involved. So this is a great contest. One entry is $125, or the best value is to get three entries for $350. Just go to rtsports.com and click on the Fantasy Postseason Shootout link, on the top of the page to sign up today. Again, go to rtsports.com and click on the postseason shootout link for a chance to win $50,000. And now, here's my hot plays for Week 17. First off, LaShawn McCoy leads my hot plays, and he's a running back, and he's having another big season. He's 7th overall in fantasy running back scoring. He's 4th overall his last three games. He had 147 total yards last week, and he has topped 100 yards 100 total yards, three or four games. So he's playing very well right now, and I think he'll do well again this week against the Dolphins, a team he had two touchdowns against and 96 total yards just two weeks back. Miami allows the fifth most fantasy points to running backs on the season. Kirk Cousins is another one of my hot players for this week. Cousins is quietly having another good season. He has six three-touchdown games, including one last week against a very good Broncos pass defense. He also has multiple touchdowns six of his last seven games, so he's been very consistent all year, and he ends the season against the Giants. Cousins threw for 242 yards and two touchdowns against the Giants in Week 12, and the Giants allow the most fantasy points to quarterbacks on the season. So I think Cousins is going to finish on a high note, which might be his last game in Washington. Now for a couple of my cold plays. Leading off my cold plays is Derek Carr, a guy who's disappointed a lot of fantasy teams throughout the year, and I think he's going to disappoint again in Week 17. He was just 15 of 29 15 of 29 for 140 yards and a touchdown with two interceptions last week, so he had another poor showing, and he failed to throw for 200 yards for the second straight game. I think he's going to struggle again this week against the Chargers. Los Angeles allows the fourth fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks and their third overall against the pass, so look for Carr to finish his... Core season on a down note once again. Another guy who's actually been pretty good this year, I think is going to struggle this week is Leonard Fournette. The Jaguars are saying they're going to play their starters and try to win this last game of the year, despite it not meaning much much for their playoff standing. So Fournette's expected to start. He had a touchdown last week and he has scores three straight games, so that's a positive for him. But he's really struggled down the stretch besides those scores. He has fewer than 60 rushing yards three of the last four games. I don't think things are going to get any easier for him this week against the Titans, a team that's fifth overall against the run and have allowed just five rushing touchdowns this season. Fournette ran 14 times for just 40 yards against the Titans in Week 2. So I think he's going to struggle again in this one. If he doesn't find the end zone, he's likely going to be a disappointed, disappointment for all his fantasy owners. And now for a couple sleepers for you. <clears throat> Running back, I like Wayne Gallman. Gallman has been getting more and more work for the Giants He isn't producing much on the ground, but he's getting a lot of chances in the passing game. He has at least six receptions, three straight games, catching 19 passes during that stretch. So I think that's very encouraging for his value in PPR formats. As long as he keeps catching passes, Gallman has a legit fantasy value to fantasy teams. So I think he'll do well again this week against Washington, a a team New York could throw the ball against often this last week of the season. So I think that Gallman's worth a play against a team that has allowed the six most fantasy points to running backs this season. I would use him as a flex play in Week 17. And lastly, my last sleeper of the day is Ravens quarterback Joe Flacco. Flacco really struggled to start the season. A lot of people gave up on him. They benched him or released him, but he's starting to become fantasy relevant once again, which is a bit of a surprise. He's sixth in fantasy quarterback scoring his last three games. I know that might surprise many of you, but he's getting a lot more chances to air it out, and he's having some success. He has multiple touchdowns four straight games and at least 237 passing yards all of those games. I think he'll do well again this last week of the season against Cincinnati, a team that's really reeling down the stretch. Cincinnati has allowed 33 or more points and 250-plus passing yards two of the last four games. So I think Flacco is worth a look for fantasy teams in Week 17, especially if you have one of those players that's getting rested on those playoff teams that are going to rest their starters this last week of the season. And now here's my interview with my son, Henry Power. And now I'm joined by my son, Henry Power. He's 11 years old. He's in the fifth grade. This was his first year playing fantasy football and he had a lot of fun. He played in the league with his friends. They've been doing it for a couple years. This was the first year he was invited and he was an avid player, follower. He loved watching his scoreboard on a weekly basis, would stare at the computer. He really had a lot of fun playing this year and so I thought it would be fun to talk to him about the fantasy season, get his thoughts on the 2017 fantasy season. His team, unfortunately, finished one spot out of the playoffs. He was 8-6. and six. He had a lot of points scored, but in the end, he just missed out on the playoffs in his first year. But he had a good overall season. I was very proud of him for his effort. So my first question to him, I wanted to talk about his team a little bit. So, Henry, who was your fantasy MVP this year on your team?
1: DeAndre Hopkins. He had a terrible quarterback in that position, but he still provided a lot of points each week.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, I think Hopkins was huge this year. A lot of people, I think you got him as your second or third receiver. And he's actually first overall in fantasy receiver scoring right now with one game to play. And if he plays this week, he's likely going to hit that mark and finish first overall. So that was a great pick for you. And he was a consistent player on a weekly basis. So. The fantasy MVP of your team, how about of all of football? So the fantasy MVP of football this year, who do you think that was?
1: Todd Gurley. He scored a lot of touchdowns this season and provided a lot of yard on a weekly basis.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think Todd Gurley, I'm going to throw in my two cents on this as well. I think Todd Gurley was a fantasy MVP this year. This was a guy who was a first-round pick last year. He went very high in drafts but was a bust for the most part. But this year... New offensive coordinator, uh, new offensive line in front of him, and he was just a monster on a weekly basis. I can't remember a huge season like this in recent memory that he just absolutely carried fantasy teams, especially in the playoffs. He had huge, huge numbers in the fantasy playoffs, so I agree with Henry. I think he is the fantasy MVP of football this year. So we talk about the good players. How about the bad players? How about the biggest bust of your team, a guy that really disappointed for you, Henry?
1: Isaiah Crowell. I was predicting at least 10 or more points a game. He only provided five to six points a game.
0: Yeah, he was a big bust for you. I know I had him on a lot of my teams. Uh, for me, my biggest bust, my, not just on my team, but just in football overall, I think is Powell. I know this is kind of outside the box here, but I really had high hopes for him this year. I thought he was going to catch a lot of passes and emerge to the lead back. For that Jets team, but man, he really hasn't been good until these last few games of the year. I expected a lot of big things for him, just didn't get it. I was really disappointed in Powell like Henry was in Crowell. So those are our two busts for this season. I'm sure a lot of you had some guys that hit that list for you. How about some fantasy surprises, Henry? So either your team or all of football, who's a player that really surprised you? A guy that you didn't expect to have that great of a year?
1: Mark Ingram. He didn't have so much points last year but this year he put up a lot of points on those score on that scoreboard.
0: Were you surprised with Ingram doing so well with Alvin Kamara also in the mix? I mean, these are two backs and both of them were top 5 in fantasy scoring. Was that a surprise to you? Do you think did you think that was possible at all?
1: No, I didn't think that was possible at all, but and those two running backs are a great match for that team.
0: Yeah, they are a great match. The Saints went more run-heavy this year, which produced just huge seasons with two backs that, I again, this is another thing I can't remember in recent memory, two fantasy backs finishing top five on the same team. That's just crazy. So if you had either Ingram or Kamara, you likely had a very good fantasy season. So my fantasy surprise for me is Alex Smith. So Smith was a guy that many thought might get benched at some point this season for Patrick Mahomes. But Smith was second overall in fantasy quarterback scoring through 16 weeks. So this was a guy who was an elite fantasy quarterback. He was huge early in the season, had a bit of a rough patch after the first eight or so games. But still, he was just a guy that likely was a backup quarterback for all the teams that picked him. But he finished second overall in fantasy quarterback scoring just a huge year and a big time surprise for me. So, Henry, this was your first season playing fantasy football. What did you learn? Is there anything that you think you're going to do different next year when it comes to your team?
1: Probably get some better running backs. I know I did have Melvin Gordon, but the rest of my running backs were not good at all, really.
0: So do you think you're going to go a little more run-heavy early in your draft?
1: Probably, yes.
0: Is there any backs in particular that you think could be huge next year that you might target?
1: Alvin Kamara.
0: Yeah, you're a big Kamara fan. So, for you, it's getting running backs early. The receivers were the strength of your team. You had A.J. Green as well as DeAndre Hopkins, and you also had, who's your other big-time receiver?
1: Larry Fitzgerald.
0: Oh, yeah, that was a great pick for you. So, those are three big-time receivers that carried your team, and you won games with that. But you want to focus a little more on running back next year, so that makes some sense for you. So, I also wanted to ask you about next year. So who are you excited about? We just talked about that a little bit. Who are you excited about for next year's draft? Is there any guys that you're going to target in your draft?
1: Deshaun Watson. He got hurt, and he only played like five games of the season, but he played great those five games of the season, provided a lot of points, and I think he could be huge next year.
0: Yeah, I don't think you're the only one that has that thinking with Watson. I know he's going to be a hot, hot player to start the year to for fantasy drafts early in the year. So he's a guy I'm going to target as well. I think he's going to be great, but i got to see his price tag before I decide if I want to use a high draft pick on him. Another guy I really like who I was encouraged about down the stretch is Kenyon Drake of Miami. I just love his dual threat ability. I think he's a... Big-time back, a three-down back. I'm really excited about him in that offense. He's going to get a lot of work, and I think he could be an elite fantasy back next year. And he showed that down the stretch this year. So that's a guy I think I'm going to look at early in drafts in 2018. Last question for you, Henry. Playoff question. We can't end this podcast without talking about the Super Bowl. Who do you think is going to meet in the Super Bowl this year? Who's your AFC and NFC representative?
1: Pittsburgh versus Carolina.
0: So you like Pittsburgh, Carolina. Why Why do you like those two teams, Henry?
1: Well, I like Carolina because they have a. I like their quarterback, Cam Newton, a lot, and I think they have a great defense and a good offense. And then Pittsburgh, their offense has been amazing this year, and I think they can do it.
0: Yeah, I'm going to just mention this. Henry's a huge Carolina Panthers fan, so he might have some bias in that pick. That's okay. Who's your favorite player again, Henry?
1: Cam Newton.
0: Yeah, he loves Cam Newton. So that's his pick. My pick, I I had Pittsburgh as my Super Bowl pick a couple weeks ago, but I think that injury to Antonio Brown's a huge concern for me. So I have them getting knocked off by New England. I unfortunately I hate to say this because I'm not the biggest Patriots fan, but I think the Patriots are going to have another trip to the Super Bowl and I have them up against Minnesota. They just have kept surprising me all year, Minnesota. They keep getting it done. They have a great defense. Their offense is good enough to score a lot of points. Case Keenum is getting it done on a weekly basis. So that's my pick, New England versus Minnesota in the Super Bowl. So, Henry, thanks a lot for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Jeff, you have
1: fun? Yeah.
0: All right, good stuff. So that was my son, Henry Power. He's a fifth grader, 11 years old, first fantasy season for him in the books. He had a great time. I had a great time doing my podcast with you on a weekly basis. Really appreciate everybody listening this year. This has been Jeff Power, senior writer for real-time fantasy sports. Have a great day, everyone.